Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. Hey, hey, friends, we're going to be covering super fun topics, you know, like imposter syndrome today. I know, you probably just had a bit of a groan there, but the reality is imposter syndrome affects us all. It's not something that can be cured entirely, but it can be dealt with on a regular basis so that it doesn't rear its ugly head at the world's worst possible time. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the two layers of imposter syndrome. We're going to be talking about how action cures fear and really why content helps cure as best as we can imposter syndrome, even if it's not fully. And we're going to talk about how showing up will help you refine your frameworks, those things that you teach, those things that you sell, and clearly define your product suite. All of that said, I'm really excited to dive into this episode. So let's get there. Hey, hey, guys, today we're going to be talking about everybody's favorite subject, imposter syndrome, and we're going to be talking about it through the lens of action. I want to talk about imposter syndrome, and I also want to talk about how action cures fear and how that applies to imposter syndrome. Action cures fear is one of my favorite business quotes ever, and it's from the book, The Magic of Thinking Big. And one of the reasons it's one of my favorite quotes ever is because it can be applied to so many things. It can be applied to basically anything you're doing in your business. But I'm talking a little bit about imposter syndrome with it. And I want to backtrack a little bit because the timeline of this episode started back in April. I wrote an Instagram post and I did it as part of a seven-day, one-week commitment to showing up every day. I normally do not post on social media every day, but I challenged myself and, and this post was part of it. And the hook for the post went like this kicking imposter syndrome to the curb with dot, 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 content. And then I talked a little bit about how showing up online is both easy and hard. It's easy because, well, you know, all you have to do to show up and it's hard because what can you say that hasn't been said before? And that right there is kind of the crux of content as a whole, right? We all feel like we've talked about everything we know. And since we don't know anything more to talk about, it makes us feel a bit of an imposter. And also we're going to kind of dive into the real imposter syndrome. So let's take another back step here. There's probably many layers of imposter syndrome, but let's talk about just two. There is the imposter syndrome that feels like crippling fear when you are first learning something new. You know, you move away from that blissfully unaware status into that status where you are aware of how much you do not know. And everyone goes through this. Some personality types might be able to handle it and move past it a little more quickly than others, but everybody goes through this. You start learning a new skill, a new topic, a new method, whatever it is, and it's like, holy buckets, I don't know anything about this. And as you kind of move through any program that you're taking or any certification that you're doing, you start learning more. Yes, but because you're not applying it, it still feels like you don't really know it. And all that book knowledge is great. We do need it. It is important to our world, right? But until we're applying it, we don't really know it because it's all those what-if situations that, that really prove your worth in this. And that's why imposter syndrome is such a big deal because as you are up-leveling your skill set, you need to up-level your actual action as well. And a lot of people haven't had the chance to do that. 
So that was the first aspect of this timeline, right? And then last week's episode with our guest, Patty House, briefly touched on this. She said that when she was working on her authority project, that it really built her confidence in saying, I will not say no to any visibility opportunity that comes my way. She had to show up. She had to show up with something to say. And because of that, she realized how much she really does know, not just about her skill set of copywriting, but about teaching it, about becoming a leader in that skill. And it gave her the confidence to move forward where showing up is so much easier for her now. I love how she touched on that because it really leads into a post that happened just a couple of weeks ago in a Facebook group I'm a part of. So the Facebook group is for the Funnel Gorgeous Society. It's a three-part certification to become an online digital marketer. And I have completed that certification. I've talked about that in the past. But a woman who is moving through that certification right now, don't remember exactly how far she was, talked about how she felt like an imposter that you know, she is doing all that book learning, all that knowledge, but she doesn't feel like she's got the proof. She doesn't have the testimonials. She doesn't have the case studies. So this is what I wrote in that Facebook post to the woman that was feeling like an imposter. I said, write or talk about what you're doing a lot, all the time. As you write or talk, you'll realize which areas are easier for you, which are more of a struggle. This may help you specialize. Now, here's what I didn't write. Most of all, all that writing and talking will teach you something very important. You know what you're doing. You'll end up creating a framework for how you work. As a side note, friends, this is how I developed my brandscaping framework, which is the six questions you need to answer for a fully fleshed out brand. And it's also how I developed the Be Seen method that I feature in Content Lab. I developed both of those frameworks by showing up by posting to Instagram three times a week, by showing up on this podcast once a week. For years, nothing I have ever taught was developed overnight. Some of it were, you know, coming from some of those aha moments, sure. But even those aha moments have to be applied. You have to take the action to cure the fear, apply them, see how they work with clients, see how they work in your own business. And then once you know how they work, you can make little alterations to that framework. You can fudge the blueprint a little bit. You can alter the method, but you have to do that by taking action. And sometimes that first part of the action, actually always that first part of the action is either talking or working through it with content because you can't get someone to hire you without telling them what you're going to do for them. Or maybe you can, but it'd probably be an incredibly awkward situation and it's not something I want to be a part of. So when you start talking and writing and showing up on video, talking about what you do, certain things are going to happen. One, occasionally you're going to stumble over your words. You guys just heard me say that. I said, or maybe people can make money like that, but I don't want to. Sometimes I say blanket statements that aren't quite 99.9% true. They're only 95% true. And you know, you will stumble over your words when that happens. It's okay. It's a natural and normal part of the process. But here's what else is going to happen when you show up. You're going to realize, oh, wait, that one thing I didn't say really matters here. Or the flip side of that, hey, I said too much and only, you know, two thirds of what I said is actually necessary to get this point across. And when those things start happening, when you work those things out in the content you are either writing or saying, you're going to realize you can tighten up your framework. You can cut out the extraneous things. You can add in some of those missing pieces that makes it easier for people to accomplish the results that you are promising. It's one of the reasons why I redeveloped the show up system. 
I cut out some things that were making it too difficult for people to apply it to their business in that DIY fashion, and I added in a few things that actually, turns out, really do matter to the process. You are allowed to change things. You are allowed to put something out today and in a year say, hey, I can make this better, and honestly, I won't feel good about it until I do. You can also sunset a product that you no longer believe in. We all move through the process by taking action. And sometimes that action means that something is no longer serving us. Sometimes that action means something is serving us, but it could serve us better, easier, more efficiently with a couple tweaks. And sometimes we develop a whole new process around something. All of that is the natural progression of taking action and really walking the walk, talking the talk, and doing what we're talking about. But all of that comes from you putting yourself out there, from you showing up, from you writing or talking content. That's probably not grammatically correct in any way, shape, or form. Walking or writing the content. We can go with it. But honestly, we put so much pressure on ourselves to know everything right away and all the time. It is not natural. We don't wake up learning to walk. It takes time for us to get there. And even corporate employers, they're finally starting to realize this. A couple of weeks ago, I read a New York Times article about the increase of training for hiring employees. If I recall, it was about IBM and how, one, they're not requiring college education for jobs that really don't need college education. Hello, there are plenty of people who are brilliant at what they do that didn't go for a four-year degree. Also, they are doing more on-the-job training and sometimes extensively. If I recall, don't quote me on this, one of the training programs was like a nine-month program And they're hiring people, putting them through this program, and then having them work. They're realizing that they can teach the skill set, but they can't teach the mindset. And they would rather hire a great employee who just doesn't have the skills yet, train them in those skills. And yeah, there's probably a contract that they have to stay for a certain amount of time as a result, right? But it gives them a better quality employee, and they would rather help their employees move through that awkward learning phase and become a great employee rather than trying to, you know, scour the resume stacks for someone who actually has that skill set, but maybe learned it in a bad way. And if you didn't catch my uh, thing about that, the skill set and mindset thing, at the heart of this is always going to be mindset. So yes, we can all learn a skill set, but without the right mindset, that imposter syndrome is probably going to hang around to stay. And when I wrote about the Brownscape method, I'll link that article in the show notes as well. When I wrote about it, I paraphrased a story that Dr. Carol Dweck in Mindset talks about. She retells the tortoise and the hare parable from her perspective of fixed and growth mindsets. She says, as children, we were given a choice between the talented but erratic hare and the plodding but steady tortoise. The lesson was supposed to be that slow and steady wins the race. But really, did any of us want to be the tortoise? No, we just wanted to be a less foolish hare. And I love how she tells the story. It was kind of a concept I had never really thought about when it comes to building a business and and building a brand and creating a visibility strategy that depends on both traffic and a good funnel and all of that. But when I read this, it was like one of those click moments in my brain. I was like, you're right. That parable doesn't actually teach kids that slow and steady wins the race. It teaches kids that slow and steady only wins when the talented people slip up. That talented people will always win unless they stop trying because, quote, after all, everyone knows you have to show up in order to win, end quote. Her premise was that those with a growth mindset realize they can always become better with grit and work. 
And that right there is the key. You can always become better with grit and work, aka action cures fear. If you are struggling with imposter syndrome, I highly, highly encourage you, take some time, start writing or talking about what you do. If writing's not your forte, Facebook Lives, Instagram Lives, maybe even been approved for LinkedIn Lives. If writing is your forte, do the same things with posts, write blog articles. All of those things are going to force you to organize your thoughts. You're going to end up in some sort of framework or method around the things that you do, and that's going to become something that you can teach. It's going to be something that you can sell as a service, and it's going to be something that you build huge confidence in and around just because you've gone through the effort of doing it. All right, friends, I hope that was helpful. As I said, action cures fear is one of my favorite quotes from a business book of all time. And it's a good reminder. It's an excellent mantra to keep in your mental arsenal, if you will. If you feel like after listening to this episode that, yeah, you know, um, I do need help being more consistent. Or if you feel like, you know, I'm pretty good at being consistent, but I've got a few of those mindset blocks that were mentioned. I have two resources for you. First is the show up system. This is my system. It helps you with templates, create a regular consistent system. If however, you need more accountability in creating a whole content marketing plan, I have content lab for you. You can enter at any time and it has some self-led learning and some one-on-one support from me as well. If you're looking for more free help on this subject, I highly recommend clicking over to the show notes, checking out my resources on my website on imposter syndrome, on content creation strategies, and stay tuned because next week I have a very special birthday episode. I have a big birthday coming up and I'm giving you guys, I'm giving you guys a present. I'm not expecting you to give me the present this time. It is the full content marketing plan and you're going to want to tune into that If any of the topics that we covered here in this episode brought up a few of those kind of nigglies, shall we say, around what you're doing with your content. Bye for now. All right, friends, you know the drill. If you found value from this episode, there are two things you can do to thank me. The first is share it with a friend. If you enjoyed this episode, you learned something from it, odds are you know somebody who needs to hear this message. I do truly believe that a rising tide lifts all boats. And if you help that friend with something that they need to do, we're going to have less crappy marketers out there, which means less scams. And we get to help more people in those ways that we uniquely are meant to help them. The second thing you can do is leave a rating on whichever podcast app you are listening to the show on right now. Doing that helps me reach more people. Getting, again, this same great information out there And we all make a better, happier, effective, and ethical world as a result. Thanks so much. See you next week.